0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We are back for another episode of Movie Bomb Podcast. We've kind of been on a, a hiatus. We've all been very, very busy. Uh, winter turned to spring, and we just found ourselves... And tons and tons of family and work and so we're happy to be back thank you guys so much for listening and uh things like that of our podcast but we'll try and get a little bit more consistency over time we'll see what happens with the summer i know i have a busy summer you guys probably do as well right sure, yeah <laughs> but we're again excited. we all do this for fun no one's paying us we don't have any bosses so this is awesome so um we're back and we decided to do west side story um the 2021 version pg-13 two hours and 36 minutes imdb rating of a 7.3 rotten tomato 86 percent approval rate um was nominated for or actually one um best supporting uh, actress nod for the girl who played anita and it was nominated for best picture and a, a few other things too like cinematography and costume and stuff like that so um if you haven't seen West Side Story, shame on you. But we're going to spoil the hell out, hell out of it. <laughs> so you need to see it, both versions. Um, this one's directed by Steven Spielberg. It was a passion project. Cost him over $300 million to make. Oh, my God. Wow. Really? Yeah. Unfortunately, COVID, got the COVID bug. Okay. I don't know about you. Let me ask you a question. If you had spent $300 million on a project, and you were affected by COVID, would you just pull the project and go, let's wait five years? Because to me, when you're doing a remake, it doesn't matter when it comes out.
2: I think it would depend on a lot of things. You know, he's not any spring chicken either, right? Like maybe he's like, I can't wait 10 years to do this, and I want to do it now.
0: Right. Also, how much do you have in the can when COVID hits?
2: Right, Wait Five years,
0: all those actors look different.
2: So um, as
1: as of April 20th, 2022 west side story has grossed about 75.9 million so they're about 225 million off their profit mark and being they're not gonna make it in a million years but unfortunately like i said i don't here's what it, we don't know we don't know how much hbo paid for it because you know what i mean so <laughs> they made 75 million 76 million at the box office even if HBO gave them a hundred million for it, they still, <laughs> it's not, still not even close. Um, it's going to take a long time. Like,
0: and it's HBO, it's not the type of movie that uh, a European or an, uh, a release in China or something is suddenly going to make it blow up. It's no.
1: Just, I, I, I was just wondering, as a business owner, do you as do you go, screw that? Let's just pull it off the table. Yeah. It's already done. Let's see what happens yeah. with COVID. And we'll put it in the theaters in three years or two years. I don't know. But like, you know, like you said, a lot of these actors and actresses are up and coming. They're like, no, I want to be hot now. (laughs) Right. You know, so um, that's kind of interesting. Anyway, um, when we were talking about doing this podcast, I told, said to Stephen, I'm really surprised at the cast selection because I didn't feel like a lot of this cast was very well known. And you corrected me. He's like, nope, my children would know all of them, and I agree. Now, after watching it and seeing all the faces, I was like, oh yeah, I've seen him in that. I've seen her in that. My daughter loves this. My kid, YouTube's that. And I started seeing all these recognizable faces. So um, that that was a, that was an eye opener for me. Um, yeah. So
0: I, I got a but, I got a negative, and and I and it skewed my viewing of this. Okay. Do you want me to tell you about it now? Just uh, as far yeah, as. One yeah. of the- as far as one of the actors.
1: Okay, yeah, wait a minute, we'll, we'll go okay. through that. I just want to kind of give people the plot uh, for those who haven't seen West Side Story, because I do think we've talked about musicals in the past. Um, the millennials and younger people aren't really watching musicals a lot. Am I wrong?
2: Not as much as our
1: parents did, and we- I
2: agree, do. and I think that's part of the reason why he cast it the way he did, Yeah. right? Like he mm-hmm. got all these people that the younger people would know, so that exactly. they would watch the musical. So,
1: um,
0: so I, I'm going hey. to, I'm going to say, say one thing about musicals, um, the younger generation. So my kids, so say 20 ish down to, I don't know, it, like I don't know, kids who are in high school and college today grew up on high school musical as a television show. Right. So they are, they actually are into musicals. Okay. So did you uh, potentially. See
1: the, did you see the new Cinderella? with Camilla Cabello? No, I did
2: not. I did not. I liked it. Yeah. I
1: liked it. I could see that they tried very hard to, to be Hamilton. Right. Because Hamilton was a success and it was also a success in movie form on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, and I watched um, In the Heights and I told you I loved that. Right. And I could see the new Cinderella going towards that. It was using popular music as a genre to push forward mm-hmm. the movie. Um, and use a lot of well-known, popular young actors and actresses. Um, mm-hmm. I think it missed for a lot of people. I, it, you know what? It missed for adults like me, you, us guys. I My daughters loved it because they recognized all the songs. Right. So they were taking stuff by Imagine Dragons and changing it, changing right. the lyrics. And, you know, all of popular music. They were taking stuff by Rihanna, changing the lyrics. So
0: right.
1: it, it, it was pretty cool.
0: It, it's funny because our kids through social media and their like, they live this life and, and bad job on me as a parent in a certain sense. Um, my kids do too much of their own time on devices. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of this stuff um, that they're watching and loving that, I don't think we even know that there what because they don't watch it on a television anymore. Right.
1: My kid, right. My, you know? my eight year old is all YouTube. She could be watching porn for all I know. She's just going away. <laughs> I right, 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 right. But i kind got to know and listen to what she's watching. Because sometimes, you know, you can put YouTube on your TV now because it's an app.
2: Uh-huh. And yep. so I,
1: I see her playlist because I have her signed on with me. So right. I can see everything that she's watching. But there's
0: in the past. So 10 years ago, if your kids got into something, you at least had a feel for it you might enjoy it you might say no nah, i don't like that it might not be for you but you at least were sort of plugged in i think some things happen now that are just like outside of our purview like we don't see enough of it right like if it was on your tv while you're doing some work in the in the next room you'd at least know something about it yeah um and now we don't and so there's certain stuff where i'll be like i've never even heard of that my my daughter will just roll her eyes She like you know what do you live under a rock and i'm like you know
1: it's funny having no. three. Kids. i don't know if this happened to you uh, uh, susan how many kids do you have three three stephen three so we're all threes right <laughs>
0: exactly. here's the
1: funny part um especially the difference in my kids age range now i'm gonna tell you my oldest daughter we all know she's softball players in college she dominates my social media right
2: yep.
1: yeah ivy dominates <laughs> my social media on the bottom side so you got this middle kid right I don't know if your kids have gone through the middle kid syndrome, but you almost have to like, what are your interests? I'm going to say, I need to know what your interests are so I don't feel like I'm neglecting you, so to speak. Like, right. Uh So we already know my oldest daughter's an athlete, my younger kid's a character. So we like, mariah what are your passions what are your interests because we don't want you to feel left out you know your sisters right. get all this social media everyone right, on, right. At, all my friends and people go how's Haley doing in college or how's i mean yeah. like i have right. in the middle one too her name's mariah yeah. <laughs> okay um, so she's on her cell phone a lot scrolling 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 it's really important for mental health reasons to watch out for those middle kids sometimes yeah right? so i'm like right am i right right? so oh, yeah. well, I, I go what do you, uh, now I'm like more, I'm very conscious. I'm gonna go, what are you looking at on your phone? So we noticed like a year or so ago, she constantly is looking at Instagram and Pinterest of makeup and hair and nail stuff.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Right. So we, yeah, well,
2: I can tell you as a photographer, they come in, they can do hair and makeup. Like I have never seen before, like watching these tutorials, like, It's unbelievable. If I had yeah. had that in high school, oh my god, what a right. different my life would have been like, you know? Yeah, like so they finally, just know what they're doing.
1: Right. This. And finally we go, that's her passion. So mm-hmm. we signed her up for cosmetology at Bosis. Yeah,
2: and, great.
1: And she she's all into, it. she cannot wait to start the classes like th- that's, that's, it. that's what happens when middle. Allie brought that out because Steve, you mentioned it. Yeah, you got to know what your kids are into on these d- devices because that may tell you a lot about them and what their interests are.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's just interesting that yeah. that there's a whole world that once upon a time we might have been more plugged in. Like we might have been more excited about cinderella as you were talking mm-hmm. about or other things like that right had we known who the players are they do right. we just don't right
2: yeah well so, uh, to um, be honest with you the cinderella thing didn't even cross my radar because i don't have any anybody in that exactly. like,
1: h right. like i said ivy loves it and you know like i said mariah loves it because they the, all the modern songs and he remembered the words and the tune. and it was pretty easy i listen to them sing songs in the cars from musicals like you said from the from the disney stuff like turning red and stuff like that i'm like that movie just came out how do you know all the like they they know the whole soundtrack of Encanto. (laughs)
0: because they plug it into their youtube or to some other uh, streaming app and it and it plays you know heavy on those songs
1: exactly all right so let's get into west side story manhattan upper west side here's a synopsis based in 1957 against the backdrop tra- back of a decaying tenement in the San Juan Hill neighborhood and the constant threat of the wrecking ball, which we're gonna talk about soon. Um, two warring gangs, the Riffs Jets and swaggering Bernardo's Puerto Rican Sharks fight for supremacy. Um, and then we'll go on. we don't have to tell the whole synopsis, but that, that's kind of what it is, rival gangs. Here's the um, 1961 described, this as two youngsters from rival New York City gangs fall in love but tensions between their respective friends build towards a tragedy. In a 21, 2021, it says, West Side Stories explores forbidden love and rivalry between Jets and the Sharks, two teenage street gangs of different ethnic backgrounds. It's a little bit different in how they describe them, but um, all right, let's get into it. Who wants to go first?
2: I'll go first. Okay. I thought they did a really good job. I really do. I thought it was. I thought it was really well done. I think it's very hard to redo something that's a quote unquote classic. Mm-hmm. I think he stayed pretty true to the original, but he added some things to it, like all the backstory stuff, which was kind of nice. Um, it, it was just good. And the one thing I really did enjoy. Remember when we watched the old version, and I said the dance scene where they see each other, how how cheesy that was. Like, they did it right this time. It was like, <laughs> yeah it's not cheesy good. No. <laughs> so yeah and I thought the costumes were great the acting was good like it was really enjoyable wait a minute
1: which dance scene specifically are you talking about you know at, like at the high they're school in dance.
2: the gym at the high school okay. dance right. and they see right. each other and in the other one it was like this cheesy special effect yeah. like it yeah. was ridiculous yeah. you know okay. All right. yeah I thought it was good
1: now what I thought that the um I thought the costumes and the colors and cinematography oh, yeah was yeah, yeah, yeah. out of this world.
0: The colors were amazing. weren't the Just colors like, amazing? Oh, like but, like
2: that scene when they're dancing down the street like the, the yeah. yeah. Oh, so so, so
0: it, um like the like uh, the sets and I'm like trying to figure out okay so what's um what's like like CGI added in the background to, to create that depth that you mm-hmm. don't have in all, like and and they're so good at it now that it's hard to tell, right? Yeah. Um and I don't know, is it just me? Like those colors pop. Yeah, they were great. Uh, but at the same time, it had this, it still felt uh, old. Like it didn't, it, it wasn't overly sharp. It was
1: somehow. It was, um, what, what, you, there's a word for it, um, Susan, in photography. Is it like, is it muted? Or is that the term for it? you um, are
2: you talking about?
1: Well, you like, got vibrant colors. You can have vibrant color. Saturated, like that.
2: saturated or desaturated, you mean? Yeah, like more or like desaturated. I, like like I like think he's like talking colors. more about like, you know, like the difference between when you see something that's filmed on like film versus digital. It looks yeah, yeah. different.
0: So, yeah, some somehow sometimes when you when you do something, it can be too sharp
2: right, mm-hmm. Two vitals, right? too right? too sharp which
0: for yeah. certain things for sports or other things you you, you may too you high def or something right, right? yeah uh, it's too high def this somehow had this soft like soft edges to the video um somehow that made it feel somewhat old right right is that, what is that a weird statement i mean that just no
2: no i know what you're saying because it did feel that way and i'm sure it's something they do in post with it right. um but i don't know what it is because i'm not a video person
0: Right, yeah, it's it's like they put almost a it's like, like some kind a of patina on something, like like yeah. yeah, just sort of.
2: And if
1: you happen to go back and watch some highlights of it, what I noticed about the colors is that the costumes were vibrant, right? Mm-hmm. But they used neutral tones for backdrops, yep. like like tan buildings, blacks, browns, grays, and that way the, the
0: the colors came out even more. But those were also still colorful. In, yes, in a lot of situations, right. there, were other, there were other, there like during the dance scenes, more, more color. Uh, some of the scenes where they're like going to, you know, the fight or 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 you know they're having a conversation, that's going to be more gray. But even those grays and blacks were were tight. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like like it was, I agree. The cinematography I saw, like, was amazing.
1: I saw like neutral tone cars, even like mm-hmm. everything was like we want to make these costumes really stand out. Yep. So we're going to put everything that's in the background: browns, like I said, blacks, grays, dark, like light blues, sky colors. It was just all. So, it was just great the way they did that. I, I, I
0: thought. thought it, I think that I mean, maybe we're talking about the, the same scene, but I think yeah. America, yeah, um, was yeah. that dance sequence, the song, and the cinematography moving through the the neighborhood was to me the high point of the whole film. I thought. I, I, just, I just thought it was. Amazing, I agree, it was great. You know? what, great dance it, scenes and just just fun. You know? it's,
1: what I, it's, it's another thing I was looking at. In the 1961 version, I thought it looked 1961. Right. I thought 2021 looked timeless. Like I couldn't tell what year it was. Like it could have been 86. It could have been, you know why? Because I think fashions, mm-hmm. right? I think fashions have moved along to where you could dress like they did today.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> There's like a whole like subculture of people who dress like say in 1940s right. or 1950s. But 1920s. they
1: didn't make the dress, they didn't make the costume so modern that it looked hip hop or right. it looked today. Right. It yeah. looked like, okay, that could be 90, that Classic. could be 78, that could be 87. I don't really know. But, and I thought that was cool because it made it like a timeless remake. Like I can watch that in 20 years and still not know what year it is. Right, You know new. what I mean? So I, I thought that was pretty cool. What about the um Tony splash in the puddle?
0: Uh come it's, on. It, it's With it's Danny, been a He's little...
1: He splashed in the puddle and the reflection almost looked floral. Like
0: right, right, right. Do
1: you not remember? Because it was a classic scene to me.
0: I, I I vaguely do, but um uh it's been a little bit since I since I watched. Okay. So me, thinking, me too. me you too. Know.
1: But that was one of the scenes that stood out to me. I was like. Wow, like Spielberg really went out. And um, I had read some trivia that um, it was an ac- it was almost an accident. And um, Rita Moreno looked at it, and, and, and Cameron go, That is beautiful. Can we do something with that? And they, they just expanded on it more with the special. I
2: group. love that they included her in this.
0: Oh my yeah. God. You know she how much was actually,
2: I love her. Uh, the <laughs> <so Clapper laughs> great. Too.
1: They said she was the honorary clapper when they said, Goom. She got to do that throughout the whole thing. Whole Good for her. That's that was
2: awesome. awesome. So that, that was <laughs> awesome.
1: Uh, what else you guys got? I want to talk about some differences. As
2: what, well. what were you going to say to ruin it for me, Steve? Oh,
0: yeah. I wasn't I was, I was like looking to. Well, OK. So I told you, my daughter like knows all these kids and she was excited about some of them. Uh, the guy who played Tony mm-hmm. has a scandal that has sort of hit the news cycle. He was he, a baby
1: driver, right?
0: He was. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I like him as an actor. I think yeah. he's I think he's good. There's something about him that I like. And my daughter loved him too, and now she's like, "Nope, she well, wouldn't even watch. This. She loves musicals. She wouldn't watch this with me." All right, so let me Cause, see. Cause oh, he grew- sexual assault allegation. Yeah, he, he groomed right. like a fifteen-year-old, which he did then, what? It, like, he groomed like a fifteen-year-old, and you know, some sexual assault accusations. So my daughter's like, "Nope, I won't even watch it." She loves musicals. She's oh, like, "I won't watch anything yeah. with him in it." Um, so. So she, and I don't think all of that hit the news until after they had already cast this and maybe even, maybe even started filming.
1: So let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. I, I don't want to try and read through the story while we're doing the podcast. Yep. But it said, well, he, his name was, um, was it Elgort. Yeah. Um, Ansel Elgort. Um, yep. in, in June 19, 2020, a Twitter user accused Elgort of sexually assaulting her in 2014 when she was 17 and he was 20. So right. blah, 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 blah. So we can just um explore that also. Um, but I was gonna say, because sometimes in Hollywood, these people are dating and it turns right. into sexual assault, but I didn't know with a Twitter user. So
0: I I'd yeah, love not know it's, more about that. Apparently, you know, my daughter, like I didn't read that much about it, but my daughter's what? like, yeah, he basically was grooming a teenager.
2: What do you mean? So is this, what did he go to court over this or is this just
0: no nothing
2: happened he he um he denied it
0: yeah it's it's a he said she said it's like a deshaun watson in football like he once they got into the room it's only the two of them you know anyway and i I don't know what went down it just that skewed it for me
2: and Mm -hmm. it
0: brings me to another point that i had about it i felt that he and maria um It looked especially considering everything going on with him. I couldn't get out of my head that she looked like seven years younger than him, and they're you know, and they're you know, so she looks in
2: ages, you like that, you know. (laughs)
0: Um, yeah, she, she it just didn't like, like, so with the backdrop of the knowledge of this like it took me a while to get into their relationship because i just was like eh, this is well, the funny part feels i mean like grimy. I, I,
1: this is um this is a disney production mm-hmm. so i'm sure they had some concerns like well what what's going on here right, right. <laughs> um hey stephen stop the presses we need to put some time behind yeah. this and it looks like um That's what they were trying to do. Also not. So not only I'm reading this, not only were they dealing with COVID, but they also were dealing with those accusations and they had to push it out. So it might've been a matter of, okay, we need to get this out there and hopefully people forget about it. I didn't even know about it until you just mentioned it. So I didn't
2: know about it, but again, like I'm not into that whole of like that, those people, you know, like, I don't know who any of them were right like like
0: your kids do so yeah and and then okay so that was the negative I'm gonna go back to the positive because because I, okay, I do think that it the was I do think a good um I, I thought it was a good uh, rendition and I thought the girl that played Maria was amazing um, I just, yeah I just felt like she um exactly. she out she and uh the woman who played the rita marina role which i'm forgetting that that um character's name um, Oh, the anita, one who was uh,
2: nominated for anita. the Academy award yeah, yeah so
0: i thought anita and rachel uh outclassed uh the rest of the players by i think they lapped them like they were uh they were fantastic in my opinion
1: okay all righty um yeah, so I, I, I really liked it. I, I thought like Susan said in the beginning, I did notice some changes and I did some research on some of the differences uh, between 61 and 21. Um, but uh, with that said, I enjoyed it because I, again, I knew all the music, we all knew the music. It was fun to sing along to. They didn't change the songs, which was great. Um, I did notice they changed some of the locations where they sang the songs.
2: Uh, yeah. It, yeah, right? definitely. Um, and I, I actually when they're singing America and they're in the streets like that, that was so much more effective than like on the rooftop originally, right? Exactly, like, it was just so much exactly. better.
1: They also changed the orders of the the order of the songs.
0: Yep. Right? I and agree. Just, you know, they had to notice. Uh
1: they they but-
0: moved the uh they moved the um the rumble up in the movie by like by like 20. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like it was in the it was in the final 20% of the movie and now it's you know it's it's you know at least you know the section before that, if you will. So I, you, like
2: you know. he, here's how I feel about it. Like they did it so well that it wasn't jumping out at you like, hey, wait a minute. This isn't supposed to happen. Exactly. You know?
0: like, exactly. I, I would argue that the way that they did it um, improves upon the story. Right.
2: Right, you and know, if you're but, gonna do, if you're gonna remake a classic, that's what you should do, and not just like make it so people yeah, are watching it going, "Oh my God, this is the worst thing ever." They change like, ah.
0: Right, it, it it changes the story and it changes some of the focus of the story. And I I thought it was well done. I guess is my point.
2: Agree.
1: I love that um, I am pretty was done at a department store versus. Right? Yes. yes, were they great? yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. They, the the the
2: they were the cleaning ladies. the cleaning crew right. coming in. It was great. I loved
0: yeah. it. That was awesome. Um uh, so
1: they made some good choices on that.
0: It, um the uh a, a couple a couple of things. The scene with the uh with the gun. So when Riff gets the gun. Oh,
2: nice. All right. Oh, that was great too. Yes. It,
0: it was great that like the You know, and there's CGI in there and everything else to make that set even better. Um, I thought that the whole thing was great, but I, what I found really interesting was it's like a, like kids with guns. Like it brings you back to the fact that these are just kids because they're playing around with that gun, pointing it like, you know, gotcha, you know, so on and so forth. Like kids with a cap gun when we were little, right? Right. Um, Like they were playing with that gun that way and... That just struck me, like I like I felt like that was almost Steven Spielberg making a commentary about a
2: little statement um, there, right?
0: Yeah. yeah, and I just thought, uh, I thought it was a it was a great scene that you know the the you know argument dancing so on and so forth. I just thought it was really well done.
1: So, how well do you guys know Romeo and Juliet? Like, how many adaptations have you seen? Are you big into it? Did you, is it one of your favorite plays? It's mm-hmm. not
2: one of my favorite plays. I do love the, the Zeffirelli movie of it. I do. I think too. That's beautiful.
0: That was. That was but cute, I like. I say. never.
2: You're right. I never like saw the one with Claire Danes and Leonardo DiCaprio because I just.
0: You're like, not missing much.
2: Yeah.
1: But Stephen, miss- you did. You did a, a show about it though, right?
0: I did. I ripped it like <laughs> crazy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, only reason I asked that is because um, the screenwriter, I think his name is Tony Kushner huge 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 Romeo and Juliet fan and he said he wanted to make uh the 2021 West Side Story closer to that now so did you find that 2021 was closer to Romeo and Juliet than 1961
0: so so I'm glad you brought this up because I think that it it did and that's that goes maybe that's why we moved the rumble up in the in the um uh in the story mm-hmm. because that more closely fits um uh the, the you know just the the I, I think it more more closely fits the romeo and juliet the play romeo and juliet yeah and i
1: think that's what he said he tried to do he moves things around so they could follow the play more than right. he followed the original west side story but he didn't want to change it so drastically that he went ah that just was too different for me you
0: know right I, that's a good. That's a good catch because I hadn't read anything about that, and and that explains what I was just talking about before. I I, I like that actually.
2: With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: No purchase necessary, void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: So let's talk about um, some things I noticed that were different. Um, They gave you more background um, on the characters here. So we learned that Bernardo was a celebrated boxer. We didn't know that, and we didn't know much about Bernardo. In the first one, um, but he compared his character to Tybalt in Romeo yep. and Juliet, Juliet, who was a master fighter with a sword. Right. So he wanted him to be a boxer fighter in right. this this movie.
2: I think what I liked about it is when they did do the background, it made them less one dimensional. It, it made them more interesting to to kind of like follow them as characters.
0: Mm-hmm. It pull it pulls more plot into. A musical. Musicals right. can tend to be about the songs, right. with, with right. you know, plot line is just getting you to the next song.
2: Right. This,
0: uh, um, it, this could have been a uh, a movie without the without the music, and been yeah. successful. Um, so I I, I I liked it as well. And the backstory on Tony, and the relationship uh, bringing the Rita Moreno character into this, I loved too. Yeah. And how about that scene when Anita goes to tell uh tell them about what went down and they attack her.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, that, that
0: was that was that, that was a a, a a powerful scene. Yeah. Um in
1: in, uh, the, in 1961 Maria mentions her parents but you never see parents, right? Right. don't you
2: hear her, her father in the background like, yeah and she said, a, you, but you never see them because it's not about the adults
1: she says something in the original something like my mother and my father went to the store something like that but you right. never really see them you only hear them um and in the newer version it's you're to assume that there are no parents and bernardo's head of the household he's long as i'm paying the bills in this house things like yep. that um and so it's like he's the um the, the patriarch Anita's kind of like the mother, and Maria's just kind of like the kid. Um, so we kind of noticed that, um, yeah. And we learned that their last name is Vasquez from the boxing poster. We didn't have right. last names in the first. <laughs> right. So I just thought that was cool. Um, the date. Uh, Go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: I, I also liked uh, they fleshed out a little bit uh, Krupke and the uh, and the detective as well, and, and right. sort of um, brought them and sort of the, the nefarious factor uh, of those characters into a, a little more forward in the in the film, right. you know?
1: Yeah. Um, the first date on 1961 version was in a bridal shop where they were triangling all the hats and mm-hmm. stuff. This one was just kind of, they took a train to the church.
2: <laughs> they went to the cloisters at the, the museum in right. the Bronx and it's beautiful. Like yeah. I, that was like genius.
1: Um, in the first movie, they were like in bliss, they were in love, nothing could go wrong. Only thing that matters is love and us and we can go anywhere and be in love. And this version, they were kind of more cautious. They sing about what all the pitfalls or downfalls, things that could go wrong and we know this is not right and what are we doing to our worlds? You know, <laughs> was like, so when they were in the cloisters, they kind of like, um, they covered all that and they didn't do that in the first film. It was like, nothing can go wrong. Love is love, love overcomes all. So that, I thought that was interesting. So in this one also, um, the changing of the neighborhood, I thought that was interesting because now they were talking about gentrification. Mm-hmm. It wasn't talking about as much as Puerto Ricans taking over, it was more like all these wealthy people were coming in and tearing down our neighborhoods and building you know, new buildings and developments.
0: We're all out of here. We're all out of here. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I wanna hold this piece of dirt last. You know, I this wrote this quote down. Last.
1: I wrote this quote down when Riff goes, "I wake up to everything I know, either getting sold, or wrecked, or being taken over by people I don't like, and they don't like me. And you know what's left after that? The Jets. He wasn't talking about the Hispanics. He was talking about all these wealthy people coming into the neighborhood, right? It could yep. be taken right. both ways so, I I thought they, that
2: was-
0: so, so uh, this gets into a political That's into hard. a political territory. That's it, what um, we do. <laughs> Yeah, I got you. So historically, and I think we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. um, what happens when people are downtrodden um, in general? And I always use Germany as the um, uh, as the example in these situations. So after the First World War, um, Europe and the U.S. basically financially decimated Germany, mm-hmm. and um, uh, as Germany's making a rebound. And it was, it, they made it hard on them. Um, the Germans were, uh, you know, just it, it was rough in Germany. So the Hitler and others took advantage of that. And, um, and this happens across history. When someone's downtrodden, they point at another group mm-hmm. who may also be downtrodden. And
2: at, just blame like, them. Yeah. I'm
0: better than them, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm okay. better than them. Exactly. these people on one side are taking something from me but at least I'm better than them yep you know and uh, and that has been used forever and this is an example of that so so both groups are being uh, gentrified being kicked out of their neighborhood by the rich but at least I'm not I'm not this other group at least you know riff and his group at least I'm not a Puerto Rican um, Bernardo and his group at least I'm not white trash
2: you know like that's. <laughs>
1: You know? and I told you, my conservative friend. We, he goes, yeah, typical woke Hollywood, <laughs> always trampling on capitalism. I'm like, I, I hate him. that no. expression so much. That yeah, woke
2: expression. He goes, I, uh, trampling so on ridiculous.
1: capitalism and um, exploiting racism. That's what he said about West Side Story too.
0: <laughs> Susan, when someone says that uh, you're too woke. You respond with, uh, does that mean you're too asleep? you just yeah, asleep. Right. Swipe, I just feel like
2: swipe, I can't even engage. I was
1: talking to one of my softball parent friends yesterday and he's, um, he's an official in a, in a city. I don't want to say where, anyway, he's an official been working there 20 years or so. And we were just in a small circle. He, you know, whenever you're in a, um, kind of like a, a softball or parent crowd you never want to talk about politics because you don't know what could come up but he goes yeah right (laughs) so he goes I I don't want to um, talk politics he goes but the town I woke in I've been there for 20 years and it's becoming way too woke and I thought well first of all you're like in the Catskills and that's kind of the New York City thing to do is buy a summer home in the Catskills. (laughs)
2: I was like, so- all It's the, always all, been like that, right? Like there's always been, it's the same as out East on Long Island. Like there's the locals and then there's like the weekend people or the right. summer people. So like I'm it's thinking, always been like that. Do you think your
1: politicians are gonna kind of cater to these people coming up? I don't care how woke they are. They'd be like, this little town can make a ton of money if we start building things catered to the New York City elite, right? Yeah. Restaurants, coffee shops, new mm-hmm. sidewalks, planting some trees. You know, everything that you want, you know, like redo the brownstones. We want all of that in our little town because, hey, we're only 2,500 population. Right. Like we were visited by a million every year.
2: Right. Know? And you have to, it's like the same where we live here. Yeah. You have to look at like what the income they're bringing and the sales tax and all of that other stuff. Right. And you can't just be like, I oh, I don't like them. You so know, it's like, like it's hard. So who if are my you...
1: constituents? You guys or these guys? <laughs>
0: If you right. live in if you live in the Orlando area and yeah. you hate all the Disney tourist traffic, yeah. you gotta stop for a minute and go, oh yeah, I don't pay state state income tax. Like, I, like,
2: well, that's about to change. <laughs> yeah,
0: <exactly. laughs> Very good point. That's yeah, gonna change pretty quick.
2: Exactly. So uh um, that bond comes due.
0: <laughs>
1: How the rumble was arranged in 61, they meet at Doc's store to discuss the ground rules. Uh, now they arranged the rumble in the bathroom at the dance, which was like really early, like we talked about.
0: Right. Yep. I thought
2: that was great. I really liked that, yeah. that they did that. Yep. I thought That's
1: that pretty, was good. Pretty cool. Um, I thought the ground rules were funny too. I don't, I don't need to go into them, but they had some pretty funny ground rules. How about knives, bricks, sticks, no guns. It was just, it was just pretty cool. Like, they don't have war councils like that anymore in gangs <laughs> oh <there's> no that- <laughs> they just
2: get in the car <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so i wanted to talk about chino because chino was like i don't know there's a word for it that i don't i don't want to use on this podcast but in like <laughs> in 61 he was just kind of like this i don't know he was just kind of like insignificant he was kind of like
0: right like this dumb kid you know what i mean he was like the nerdy kid but that bernardo was, wanted his, for his sister, sister because to he was be going to be an
2: accountant to. or something yeah. right yeah. like and he wanted her to have a nice cushy life right. yeah right. And, right. in 21 chino and, and was like a wannabe and wanted to be a gangster but.
1: right in 21 right. they stepped up his game he was like a concierge he was like <laughs> he was like the right-hand man of bernardo he wanted to call the shots he was like Nine o'clock, we be there, everybody. Now like, he was just like, you know, he was in charge. He wore nice suits. He had the jewelry. He reminded me of um Manolo and Scarface. He was kind of like Scarface right hand man. Yeah. And I gotcha. um, right? So yeah, he was yeah. just like sharp. He he was handsome. He wasn't handsome and sharp and like on top of it, he didn't call shots in the first right. one. Now right. he called shots. I thought that was awesome. Like, did he want to be the boss? He wanted to be Bernardo's position almost. So that was pretty cool, but um, something was said, I think, oh, in the first one, Maria said, why did I come here anyway? And she was like, you came here to marry uh, Chino. Chino. That was your whole reason for coming to America was to marry Chino.
2: Have right. he was probably like going oh, to Chino. Have I got a girl for
1: you? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> my cousin, you know, my sister and my cousin is coming. Um, that, that, that's interesting. Um, and I noticed, and I don't want to disparage any Hispanics. I'm just talking about where I came up. Is that um, sometimes family did marry within family down the line, down the bloodline, like your third cousin is coming from Colombia and she's going, you're going to marry her. But you know what I mean. So it was kind of like down the bloodline, not uh, not first cousins, not second, but it'd be like the family is a really large and close knit, and there was some of that going on. I just recall that people mentioning that. Um, Tony's backstory in uh, 1961, he had a job because of the youth board. Remember, the youth board corrupted him. Remember mm-hmm. that? Uh, in uh, 2021, he was actually on parole. <laughs> he did a year in the pen.
0: Yep.
2: That actually made more sense to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> killed a rival gang member.
0: I, I, think yeah. both, I think both scenarios, though, part of it is he's a kid who's grown up and grown out of you know, so I felt from the original, I was okay with it. Cause it just was like, like, I'm too old for that. Like, I gotta, I gotta start working on a real life yeah, and, right. you know, and so I'm not playing these kids games or okay. fights and, and I'm not worried about territory. I'm worried about like, uh, I'm old enough now that I gotta, uh, I gotta eventually be able to take care of myself and, my, and, and a future family or whatever else. Yeah. And I think that, um, this time around, I, while I agree that the backstory of the, um, a prison it's also i've grown up like you know he he basically saying he got in a fight he's beating this kid up and he's like if i hit him a couple of more times i might have killed him and i might have been in there for 15 years and i didn't want to kill anybody right you know
2: right right uh, and he doesn't want to go back
0: yeah and so that's his so both i they both worked for me yeah. But it, it's it's a it's a better story. It makes for a better plot line. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm.
1: So um Rita Moreno's character was named Valentina. So Tony Kushner the screenwriter said she's Doc's widow.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. Yeah,
2: yeah no, I,
0: yeah, no. I I figured that out late because she was running the store.
2: Yeah. Right. And then there was the picture right. of them together in the front. Right. right. Yeah. So
1: also was interesting so she was Doc's widow she too was a Puerto Rican girl who married a white man,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, right? So right. she kind of understood the whole dynamic of what they were going through, the full scope. Hey, I've been there. I've done that. We went through hell too. When we got together, this is how you handle this, Tony. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she was able to be a sage to him, so to speak, right. and give him guidance on what she was thinking when he's like, so what are you going to do? When he was playing it out. I want to be with her for the rest of my life. She goes, how about, Instead, go have a cup of coffee and sit down and talk. You know? Know. So she was just kind of right. telling him how that would work. So that was pretty cool the way he played that out. Oh, she sung somewhere. Yep. Who sung somewhere in the original? Wasn't uh, it Maria? Did they yeah, say it was Maria? One? Okay. I yes, thought they sang it, but I can't remember. Yeah, somewhere. That's what she sung. Maria sung somewhere in the original. So this character, Valentina, sung it in uh, the new one.
0: Can I, can I repoint out? Cause when we, you know, at Christmas time or whenever we did the original.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Months ago.
0: I love Rita Moreno. Yeah, I just awesome. think that she's, I think she's there's nothing I don't like about her. It's it great. She's beautiful. And there's something just majestic. Very, right? Yeah. Very cool and e- elegant about that. Lady.
1: I saw her You've on playing this. Those... Yeah. Recently. She is aging very gracefully. Like I mean, oh, and, and, but it's not not—it's not, it's not like the gracefulness of like a Raquel Welch, where you see all the face—you know—face changes in both. Yeah, or, I don't think
2: right. she's done anything crazy or something. It looks great. She you looks know?
1: really good. Like, so she yeah. might have something here and there, but it I, its not overwhelming. I, you
0: know, d- true or false? I think she came up um, at least when she was younger, um, like in her teens and twenties. Uh, was she a dancer?
1: I think so she-
0: dancers like if you like dancers are are physical freaks like I think generally dancers are younger than than their age in a certain oh, sense Oh my god it was I- so
1: funny I was showing a house and um the, the seller was there and she was talking about she looked really really young and she said cool. something about um what she's doing right now she goes I work for the state and I teach ballet And I was like, oh, that is awesome. And she was like, oh, yeah, I've been teaching ballet for 20 years or something like that on and off. And she goes, I was a ballet dancer myself when I was younger. And I swear when she said that, she did something ballet-esque. And I was like, oh, my God, you can still do that? Like it was something with her toes. And she reached down and did something weird with her body. And it's like, that is so cool that at your age, she was like 68 years old.
2: So I feel like anybody who is doing physical activity like that, it does help you. You know, like it really does.
0: And and all the flexibility and everything else involved in it and uh, dancing, something you can do your whole life. In fact, uh, my father in law, um, you know, for health reasons, one of the suggestions his doctors had to overcome some of the physical challenges he's he's had um, as he's aged is dancing. Yeah, you know, and and he's not someone that you'd be like, that guy's a dancer. No, yeah. no, no, definitely not. But he's yeah. actually enjoyed it, which is good. It's it's dancing for, and boxing
2: It's great for your brain too because it makes you think differently, and you have to like coordinate yourself.
0: Right.
1: Yep. So, so um, this version had a lot of Spanish in it. Yes. And it had a yes, lot it of did, Spanish. I
2: like that. And it had like a lot a of Spanish
1: lot. in it without subtitles. Yeah. Yeah um steven spielberg said because i wanted to respect the language he goes when you put subtitles on the screen you almost in a way disrespect the original language but your english overpowers that language and i didn't want to give english any power i wanted the spanish to have the power and i kind of understood what he meant because you can dis- you can dismiss the language on the screen because you can read it so whether they're speaking Arabic or Chinese or English, you are like as long as I can read this English, I'm good. I don't care what they're saying.
0: And a master of, like, okay, so he's a master director. Yes, is smart enough mm-hmm. to like. So he's, you know, I want to do this, and there's a, it's a stylistic choice, mm-hmm. um, but he's smart enough to weave it into the story in moments where the feel is already there we're gonna we're gonna seed it with a little bit of English here and there so that non-Spanish speakers can still like get at, at least a feel for what the conversation is you know what they're talking about you may yeah. not know what the what the words they're saying are but you know what they're talking about and you know how the conversation's going and that is masterful yeah masterful so
1: they they said in the 61 version the only spanish that was used was when tony met anita and said buenos buenas noches when he came to the house and apartment and she said it's a little early for noches it's buenos tardes something like that right but yeah. they said so in the new one oh And also in the new one, when um, Maria was speaking English, I mean, Spanish, Anita piped up and said, speak English. When she was helping her get dressed.
2: Right, right, right.
1: Right, speak English. And um, the actresses were interviewed and they said, you know, why did she say speak English? She goes, because being of Hispanic descent, my parents told me all would. All the time like you want to make it in America you speak English so you were almost chastised for speaking right English. you
2: have to assimilate and you right. can't have an accent and you, you need to be fluent exactly
0: they well, use that uh, they use that too later on so in the scene where she's attacked she she used very little Spanish during the film and always was like we need to you know know this language and know how mm-hmm. to you know express ourselves in this language and then when she got attacked yeah. And was talking to Valentino, who she also knows is, is Puerto Rican. She snapped that around and suddenly she was straight Spanish. Yeah. You know? And, and that's and like
1: in like, a, a lot of ethnicities.
0: Like it was like, this is a moment where I see how horrible what just happened to me. And, and I've been trying to be like you. Forget it. Eh, I'm done with that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, this is who I am. And I'm going to show you. And you're going to respect that. Um, I just, I thought that was a a moment in the film as well.
1: It was a moment by Steven Spielberg in an interview when he was saying, because you would think by night since 1961, we would have become a little bit more fluent in Spanish. Yeah, that didn't happen. (laughs) He he goes, you can go to any
2: Hispanic country in the world and English is the second language. He goes, you can go to any country in the (laughs) world and English is a second language. We are the only people arrogant enough think that our language is the only language that matters. But he he goes, as many Hispanics that are in this country,
1: he goes, and I'm not just talking Puerto Rican, he talking about Mexicans, South Americans, like there's so many, you would think that
0: English people can speak Spanish a little bit better. You could go to, as an English speaker, you could take a plane and land in any airport in the world that can land a plane. (laughs) Okay. And within five minutes, you're, you're within five minutes of finding someone who speaks English. Yes. Now, if you show up and you speak Chinese and only Chinese in any, in any major U S airport, it's going to be a half an hour, 45 minutes before they find someone who can speak to you. And there's someone there in, in New York or whatever there isn't in Syracuse. Right. Like it's, it's crazy. And I've never been in, I've, done, I've been lucky enough to do a lot of travel. China, Japan, Guatemala, you know, like I've been to a lot of places. Um, there's no ba- no place that I have ever landed where I didn't get off the plane and go, oh, there's baggage claim. Because it says, <laughs> <baggage claim. laughs> you know, like yes, every single yes. place. Okay? Um, you get off a plane in Syracuse, there's not a word of Chinese anywhere. Yeah. And you're lucky if they're
2: Spanish.
1: Yeah. So I mean
2: I also feel like if you go somewhere and you at least attempt to understand and speak the language, they're very nice to you. But if you are the typical stupid American and you you're like speaking English, they don't maybe understand what you're saying. And instead of trying to communicate with them on a real level, you just speak louder. That just reinforces that stereotype. So no one no one I've I've been to Mexico a dozen times
1: different resorts and i'm there with my significant other or wife whoever i have ah. been with and we're just chatting away no one ever leaned up and goes speak spanish <laughs>
0: right? so that's what i was going to say if, if
1: if two hispanics are sitting in target and going, someone may actually walk by them and go you should speak english
0: yeah
1: yeah like
2: how rude
0: right? <laughs> right are you kidding me right now um have you ever been in a store and seen a non-English speaker try to accomplish something in that store? Oh. Um, and and people are just like, they'll just walk away. like And, and I'm talking people who work there. will yeah. just be like, look, I don't know. And they walk away. They don't even try. Yeah,
2: they don't even I, want to attempt.
0: I'm going to just a, a quick story. When I went to visit my wife, she student taught in Japan, went to visit her one night. We wanted to cook for ourselves. So we went to the local grocery store and everything's in Japanese. And, you know, we could sort of figure out. And this like 70 year old woman saw us doing this and she thought it was cute or something. She took us by the hand and hand picked things. And then with hand signals and everything else, showed us, you know, basically instructed us on how to make the meal that we were trying to make. And uh, it was, I mean, it's an experience. It's, it's I traveled all over Japan. It's one of my favorite memories. Of that whole thing. That's is great. Can you imagine in, that happening in America, no, no. way no. would that happen. In
2: that no, no,
0: no, <laughs> not a chance.
1: It's <laughs> okay, another thing I was thinking about in languages. So here's, here's a sports thing. Sorry, Susanna. you don't watch No, it's about. fine. So um, three candidates for NBA MVP this year. One's from Cameroon. One's from Greece. One's from Serbia right, Joel Embiid, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Jokic, Jokic right? Uh
0: huh.
1: First of all, how's that happen? Three MVP right. candidates in the United States, NBA, all nominated for the best player of the year. But even worse than that, all of those guys came into America not speaking a lick of English. Like a little, it was it was a second language. Basically, you could hardly understand them when they first got here as young men. I know Joel Embiid went to Kansas, and I'm not sure where how Jokic came through the market. Giannis did too. But all of those guys in their first year in the nba you could barely understand them and what they were saying in this short amount of time from four to eight years or so, whatever they've been perfect english almost yeah. it's, it's it's amazing and i know a lot of our basketball players go to turkey go to china go to serbia to play internationally they don't care about learning it they usually have like a second person help them with the language or they come back and say, "Hey, you were over in Turkey for five years. Can you speak Turkish?" And are like,
0: "No." <laughs> but that's because that's because of the that's because of the crutch, the crutch. So when you go to those places, everybody speaks
2: English, right? So so, speaks English. So and like, this will is get you this is funny. Yeah. Um, when my husband was in high school, his father mm-hmm. had a good friend in Spain that is Spanish, lived in Spain, and he yeah. sent my husband there for the summer to become fluent in Spanish. So. He spent the entire summer with everyone practicing their English on him. He did not come back fluent because they all wanted to practice English on my husband. Interesting.
0: So yeah. my sister um, spent a year in Holland and then spent like two years. So that was a foreign exchange student. Then like two, two and a half years. I have family that live in Guatemala. She, she lived with them for about two, two and a half years. Um, and then she spent about five years in China with her family. Um, she became fluent in Dutch. And like after week two, her Dutch family were like, we're cutting you off. No more English. Yeah. And so she had to learn it.
2: Yeah. good.
0: And in Guatemala, she, she had taken some Spanish. But, you know, in each place, she eventually got to a point where occasionally she would dream in the local language
2: that's how you know you're fluent exactly
0: awesome. yeah. so people will but but there is a crutch and if you don't if you're not willing to 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 make the leap um then that crutch is always there for you you know where where you'll, right. you know right. but if you want to get yeah. around and you don't have someone who who's who's an escort you're, you're gonna have to figure it out <laughs> yeah and you'd be surprised how quickly like i had I was in Mexico for my honeymoon and we had some issue with the car rental and stuff like that. Oh my god! Uh, you know how quickly your high school Spanish suddenly snaps in? Like my wife was like, I cannot believe you just had that conversation. I'm like, I can't either. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I go, that was, that was, that was, you've heard was broken a miracle. English? I go, you heard of broken English. I go, that was broken Spanish times a thousand. They kept laughing at me, but at least I was able to get, she's like, but you got across a pretty complex conversation somehow with, high school Spanish that you haven't spoken in 10, 15 years, you know, so. so anyway.
1: um, since we're on the topic of uh, nationalities and language, one thing that kind of gets in my crawl is that sometimes when we're talking about a people, we'll mention their country. And the exception to that typically is Africa. Well, so oh, this person's from Paris, this person's from, or, you know, France, or this person from Germany. Then we say this person's from Africa. I'm like, why is that person like relegated to the whole continent, right? So I'm very specific about like when I said this person's from Cameroon, and I started doing that when I started getting my ancestry down. I was like, oh.
2: So I have a I have a theory about that. We're not okay. ever taught about geography about Africa, yeah, like the different countries. I've been
1: deep into it in the last five to ten years. Like yeah, like learning I, about the know, different and it people, changed, different countries,
2: like- it, between like when the British had a lot of colonies and the French had colonies yeah and now they're like different names and it's really
0: confusing so I, I'll uh I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw I, I agree with you Chris but at the same time I will throw a little bit of a, a different take on this okay. which is um uh I will use the example that uh certain people are from eastern european nations yeah because they've changed so much like i don't oh, know oh yeah
2: that too nation. like what used to be ussr is now right. like you know ukraine moldova like you
0: know. so so there's certain people that i'll know as eastern european but i don't know specifically what nation right so i'll be like they're east i'm not sure which but they're eastern european or i'll be yeah. they're hispanic they're they're central or south american i'm not sure what country Uh and I might do the same thing with Africa, but your point is is well made. I I I agree with you, and and, uh, we don't we don't have a sense of the history, and uh and that's a whole other conversation.
1: I know, but no, it just it just struck me because um the people are so diverse and different on the continent. Like someone from Algeria, I'm looking at a map, is totally different from someone in Chad, and the people that live in Mauritius maybe are definitely different from the people in Cameroon, like different shades of color. Like when you think, if you ask a kid, draw an African, he's gonna draw probably a brown kid with barely any clothes on, (laughs) living in a a hut. kind of see what I'm saying? Um, But he may not draw a yellow person or a lighter skinned person or a white person even that may be from Africa. I just bought that up because I was thinking about ethnicity.
0: Someone someone from uh, Egypt is African but they're called Middle Eastern. Exactly. Uh, and same thing, Libya, so on and so forth. They're called Middle Eastern, not, you know, yeah. so.
1: All right, so anyway, side note. So the last thing I thought about in this film was the, the diverse casting. So I want to look it up. So in the original, there was one Puerto Rican. That was Rena Moreno. <laughs> um, Natalie Wood's parents were actually <laughs>
0: And they darkened her skin, let's not darken. forget yeah. that.
2: Let's not forget the makeup.
1: So uh, <laughs> Natalie Wood's parents are both Russian. I didn't know that. And, oh, I knew that, um,
2: yeah.
1: George Takaris, who played um, Tony? No. No, Tony? Bernardo. Bernardo, yeah. His parents were both Greek. Right. So it was kind of bizarre. Um, anyway, in a new one, 33 Puerto Rican characters, actual Puerto Rican characters were in the new film, and he wanted all of the characters on the shark side which was the hispanic side to have some hispanic blood being south american or puerto rican uh, rachel ziegler's mother is colombian and she played as maria so he was very very particular about selecting that cuz that's woke hollywood
2: <laughs> i love that <laughs>
0: <laughs> did they did they uh, i can't remember did did they at some point imply the uh nationality of the of the jets. Like is it know. Irish? Is it
1: oh yeah they implied it was Irish based on the pub. Right. Okay. Sign? Yeah. So
0: yeah, they yeah, yeah. Irish,
1: okay. maybe even you know the Irish right. going on.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Um I just thought of that because of the pub. Remember they slapped the sign and it was Irish for yep. or something like that. Yeah. All right anything anything else. Overall like I said I thought the movie was good. Um I would have done with all the movies we watch. I don't know if I would have put it in best picture category.
0: Yeah, I agree.
2: No,
1: but
0: I didn't think I didn't it. think it was worth it. Like, I like they,
2: Tick Tick Boom better. They have uh-huh. to put
0: they have to put oh, ten movies in now for best picture, which just means you get some stuff where you're like, meh, okay. Yeah.
1: Um, because the best picture—I I know we went through this before—the best picture. Nominations by the way, we still have to see Belfast. Is it streaming yet?
2: <laughs> oh my god, you have to see that! You have streaming? to see yeah. that.
1: We got we got to find it. Um, so best picture was um Coda, that was the winner. Um, I gotta be I in have the mood to see to that it. too. Yeah, me I've I, I, I that. The reason I had stopped watching because I didn't feel like bell, I didn't feel like subtitles that day because English is all powerful.
0: <laughs> I, I just uh, on Coda, I, I can't wait to see it, but um, uh, I have a f- Friend from high school. Actually, I took her sister to my senior prom. Um, uh, both their parents, so three girls in my age range. Uh, both their parents were um, uh, were deaf, and uh, um, so they grew up in a Coda household. And um, uh, it's interesting. Her mom recently passed away, and she posted something on Instagram about when Coda won. She's like, I wish my mom could have seen this. Oh, you know, awesome. you know that's what awesome. a great moment.
1: Um, what's what's the actress name? Marley Matlin? Marley Maitland. Marley yep. Maitland. I loved her in The West Wing. Yep, she was amazing in that show. Anyway, so Coda won. Belfast was also a nominee. Um, Don't look up was a nominee, but Drive My Car, which is the Japanese movie, we got to watch that one because we we all. Uh, I, and, I know Parasite's a different nationality. I think this was Japanese. Parasite was Korean, I believe, right? right? So different. So I don't want the Asians to think we're mixing them up. Respectfully, I had to mention both. Um, they're
2: very different.
1: Right, <laughs> know, right? Very so, different. <laughs> but here, here's the point. Some people would go, they were both Asian films. <laughs> and, and clumped them together. No. So I wanted to point no. out that totally, but Drive My Car looks really, really interesting. Because whenever, um, a film like that gets nominated in our awards i would say it's got it's it's got we got to see that so that's awesome um but anyway so west side story was through it thrown in that pile with power of the dog nightmare alley licorice pizza king richard dune drive my car don't look up belfast and coda so uh, we've seen a few of those did west side story stand up the power of the dog nightmare alley I saw King Richard, Don't Look Up. They're just totally up. different. They're yeah. totally yeah. different.
2: Like, you can't compare that to those.
1: Yeah. And, and I'm not, I'm just trying to think best picture. I was thinking of how from screenwriting to acting right? To production. You know. I
2: think they should have, a, like, a whole separate category for remakes because it's yeah. just, like, so different. <laughs> That's it's,
0: what I was going to say. You can't, like, it, in my <laughs> opinion, it's it's really sort of cheap if if you have a a remake that you're putting up for best picture that won best picture back then right didn't it win best picture
2: something like that yeah
0: so like come on like like i'm sorry it could be spectacular and i'd still be like come on man yeah (laughs) right you know you you had it all laid out for you you just got to move the stuff around and then refilm it you
1: know right Right. i still like the new footloose better than the original
0: (laughs) really I've never seen the new Footloose.
1: Everybody, every time I, I say that I'm out loud scared in the crowd. You... Don't ever say that out loud in the crowd because people look at me like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. <laughs> I,
0: I like it. Did you see Footloose, I'm, uh, Susan? I, I'm scared that you've seen the new Footloose.
1: <laughs> no, I did
2: yeah. I saw yeah. both. I like the new I, Footloose. I saw I wanna... the old Footloose. I didn't see the new one. I had no intention. Yeah, I like it.
0: I think that we maybe have talked about this. So I'm sorry if we have, but okay. maybe not. I've ta- I've been shocked by it recently. I I want my kids to watch all these movies from the 80s and then I watch them and I'm like, "No, don't watch that."
2: <laughs> it's like I'm
0: embarrassed for not, not because of how the movies were made but for like the messaging and everything else like the messaging in 16 cam- candles is appalling you know right, it is right. appalling but it's, it's, it was molly
1: wingwall was the the queen of
0: appalling films like it's crazy um pretty in pink was on tv the other day i'm like yeah, oh, this know, was I a big molly kid Ringwald this, own- a, this this was a movie and you know, i said to my daughter you might like this and then at the end of the movie i'm like oh my God, don't do that. Like, that's horrible. Just, I'm like, oh my gosh. But it was um, a
2: different time. Man. It was a different time, the, a different culture.
0: Like the message of go ahead and disrespect yourself and disrespect disrespect others. Like it was just <laughs> so, crazy. Remember,
1: remember Last American Virgin?
0: Yeah, oh my God. Ugh. Like there's a whole... I like now i want to go back and watch valley girl and go how bad was valley girl like it had to be horrible i don't know but it had to be awful sure,
1: it was awful <laughs> um yeah i just wanted to point out i of remake I mean, there's not a lot there's not a lot of remakes that i actually like better than the original uh-huh. um but footloose was one of them and um and uh the new scream i know y'all not into scream but i liked it right. i like horror flicks
2: I but the you. new
1: scream was awesome anyways um yeah so that's kind of it for this. Um, this particular show any other things you guys wanted to point out about this or did we cover it all i think we're good i think we're good all right so listen we have to figure out a good one um i don't want to go too long between like we did last time yeah. but i do want to see belfast i do want to see drive my car and so let's uh, see
0: if we can stream let's see if we can stream those and then we'll go from there we talked yeah. about
1: we talked about dune didn't we want to see the new
2: dune I do want to see Dune, I
0: believe we can definitely see it's on one. Yeah,
2: definitely. That's out. We want to see Coda. I think
1: we can watch Coda very quickly because that's already out streaming.
2: What is that on? coda well i don't know. i saw it streaming Service. somewhere because i started watching it and i cut it off so i can't remember i have to
0: see if i can find that because so i don't have like every single one like you I guys do. i i don't either susan he's got a few like hbo
2: now and, <laughs> i got yeah, you
1: know why because Apple during, TV I don't, don't have. guys i don't i barely leave my house so i figure out all the money i spent 10 years ago i'm no longer spending so i just yeah. do it to entertain myself i love being home i don't know it's even hard for me to vacation, but I know I got to do it soon. But I also want to see Licorice Pizza because you mentioned it.
2: Hmm. It's
0: interesting. It's, all, it's a weird I
1: like film. Thomas Anderson. I,
2: I just really, I I really, really, I keep saying this. I really think you guys need to see Belfast, especially with what's going on in the world now. Yep, you, you I want to see it. See it. Definitely.
0: Definitely. I'm, I'm upset I didn't see it in the theater.
1: All right,
2: gang. Um,
0: that's
1: it. I'm going to bid you farewell, and um, like I said, that's I'm going to I'm going to see you some stats too because I they've changed quite a bit since. uh
2: Oh, really? Uh, Do tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, guys. All right,
1: sounds Until good. Next time. Let's All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Good show. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye Bye.